Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the show. I'm Chance Ellison. I'm Russell Howell. And welcome to another installment of Movie March Legacy Sequel Edition. Uh, we talked about Tron Legacy last week, and this is a sequel. Look, I was not enthused talking about Tron Legacy last week. I am less enthused talking about today's movie, Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Goody. Oh, yeah. Now, okay, so we're going to keep in tradition because we haven't reviewed any of these previous Indiana Jones films. And this is fitting because we actually do have a new Indiana Jones movie coming up later this year, Dial of Destiny, which we'll talk about later. Uh, first of all, real quick, let's get our brief thoughts on the previous three indie movies. Uh, so, Rares of the Lost Ark. Adore it. Love it. Perfect film. Absolute classic. Yeah. Uh, Temple, how do you think about Temple of Doom? Temple of Doom's the weaker of the original three, I think. I would agree. But still good. Still good. A little darker. Oh, it's, it's, Spielberg yeah, it's was going through, some, uh, going through some weird stuff at the time. Uh, Kate Capshaw is... Uh, Kind of unbearable. But you know what? Uh, still pretty good. Yeah. Actually, but you, 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 heard, you heard that story, right? Where how <laughs> she, he only hired Kate Capshaw because he wanted to sleep with her? Really? No. Yeah, that's, that's literally the only reason she got hired. Wow. Yeah. But then Absolutely we go to The Last crazy. Crusade, which some people debate, some people would argue is better than Crystal Skull. I'm sorry. No, no, not sorry. Not Crystal Skull. People would argue is better than Raiders of the Lost Ark. So between Raiders of the Lost Ark and Last Crusade, where do you lean? I go Last Crusade. Really? Yeah, I like Last Crusade a lot. Um, I don't know. I, I really do. They're, they're both, I mean, they're both fantastic movies. Uh, that, could, that could interchange at any time. Um, I just love the ending of Last Crusade. Like uh, them riding off into the the sunset, you know, with the horses, and I just, I just perfect ending. I don't know. Yeah, interesting. Like, I, I it's funny because I didn't understand the love for Last Crusade. I mean, I, I was good, but then I watched it again pretty recently. I'm like, no, yeah, this movie's fucking great. And like, it Sean is. Connery adds a whole great new dimension. Yeah, I like, think I, that's I, another I, reason I, I, why. So, uh, yeah. Uh, so yeah. Uh, basically, so yeah, we had that trilogy. The last one came out in 1989. Uh, laid dormant for a long time. Uh, there was actually a, like talk for a while about you know making a fourth Indiana Jones movie, but nothing, nothing came forward. Well, it wasn't until you know the 2000s where that thing really, really you know got going again. Uh, there's actually that's went through a lot of different iterations. Uh, like, like one of the most famous ones was Frank was Frank Darabont, the guy who directed fucking um, Shawshank Redemption. In the mist, did he do the mist? In the mist, yeah. He yeah. he did. He famously did a, a script for this movie, which which would have involved uh, would have been set in the '50s and have been about ex Nazis pursuing Jones. Uh, Darabont apparently loved this script, uh, but Lucas is the George Lucas is the one that had issues with it. And watching this movie, yeah, you can tell. Now uh, people remember the hype for this movie was pretty was pretty pretty solid. I mean, we're getting Harrison Ford back as Indiana Jones. Steven Spielberg is back. It's written by David Kep, who co-wrote Jurassic Park. We're like, yeah. man, this is going to be a great return to form for the franchise. And yeah, it, it, it was not that. It was not that great return to form of the franchise. Yeah, and then you had Shia LaBeouf uh, hot off of Transformers too. So uh, he yeah. was he was going to be like the new Hollywood it guy. Yeah, so he was, I mean, if, if you look at this movie, like even watching it, I mean, look at the star-studded cast that this movie had, though, with yeah. everybody. You know what I mean? 
but uh, yeah, Shia LaBeouf was really pushing to be the the new leading man of Hollywood there with the Transformers. Uh, look, well, look, whether not what you feel about the first three, most people can agree that Indiana Jones Four sucks. Uh, yeah, it is the uh, worst of the uh, of the four. So yeah, yeah. So what is it about this movie that rubs people so, uh, rubs people so the wrong way? That's what we're here to discuss today. This is Indiana Jones, the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Now, I'm just going to be clear. One of the biggest problems movies revealed very, very, very early on. Now, when you think classic Indiana Jones, Russell, what do you think of? You think of stunts. You think of practical action. Yeah. The very first shot we get in this movie, it's literally turning a mountain into a molehill. Yeah. Like, I don't understand the fascination with CGI gophers in this movie. Or CGI anything, like insects, anything. Yeah, uh, we get we get too many shots of gophers. Uh, I mean, yes. How many shots of gophers is enough? There, no, none, none shots of gophers. Uh, we don't need. We don't need. Why are you spending money on CG gophers? This could be more than Caddyshack. Yeah, this could, this could be more than Caddyshack. I'd, I'd rather have a, have a puppet gopher. Hell yeah. Yeah, and now we have we have now uh, jumped forward to I believe 1957, if I'm not mistaken. It's it's it's, it's yeah. a weird year. It's 57 in Nevada, yeah. Yeah, 50, 50, 57 in Nevada, as we you know we get some you know, you know some radical. No, they wouldn't say radicals. The group, no, not not groovy. What would, what would they have said in the fifties? Tubular, righteous, right? Maybe righteous. Maybe maybe righteous. Some cool some cool cats driving and racing racing some Russians, who race back for really no reason. Yeah, and like, for like immediately you're just like something doesn't feel right here. Yeah, it definitely uh, def- definitely feels off. Yeah, so they're driving up to Area 51. They go up to a trunk, pull a dude out, and look. I'll say that the introduction to Indy is nice. You get this. You get the shadow. You get the putting the hat back on, and that's you see the man Harrison Ford, who this is kind of this is kind of point of the career where he just kind of started to seem bored with everything. Yeah, I mean, you think about it, that's what 15 years ago, man. You add him at age 15, you know, to him now and it's like wow it's like yeah he was definitely old then too so uh yeah, yeah but def- the, the problem the problem with indiana jones movie the fact that like they keep they keep feeling the need to tell us that he's old and it's just yeah. not necessary it's like we know we, we, we know like we know he's older yeah. but like call keep you don't you, you don't keep calling attention to it yeah i mean just let it be um you know anybody that's followed the franchise for you know because 30, it, yeah. if if you're calling him old that means the audience is going to see him as old. And you're just like, dude, why do I give a fuck about this old man doing all this shit? No, I don't care about that. I'm because old. Do I want Indiana Jones? Like, that, that just that just fucked with the minds of the audience. You, you see him already as weaker, kind of, just because of the uh, the fact that they keep throwing exactly. out the fact that he's old. Yeah. Uh, we then get meet the main villain, the main villain of the film, uh, Kate Blanchett, who was already an Oscar winner at this point. Yeah, she had just won for Aviator. She did. And look, I I get it because I kept on just kept on just like an interesting actress just because. Well, actually, first of all, is this is this, is this the first movie of hers we're ever looking at? I think it is. Wait a minute, yeah. I don't think early Kate Blanchett movie. I think it is. Oh God, what a what a start! Sorry, Kate. God, I love it. she's yeah, right. she is. Oof, man. Yeah, could have done better. See, no, but it, it, like, this is what I love about Kate Blanchett as an actress. It's the fact that like she can like do you know your tars, your blue jasmines, your bit, your Elizabeths, your like prestige pictures, 
but she'll also do stuff that's you know like you know like little like more genres that like she'll do like the lord of the rings or thor ragnarok or how to train yeah. your dragon like she's she's someone who doesn't discriminate she's just like she loves to act she loves she loves the she loves to work yeah. and she just like loves like, and she'll like, do like all these like, different kinds of projects. She's not going to like look down at a project just because of like who's involved or like, you know, what kind of movie it is. I love, I love that about Kate Blanchett. I think this was a good move for her. Yeah. It, just, it just, she's going to a movie that I don't think she, I don't think she fully knew, like fully understood what she was doing. No, I mean, just like you said, I mean, you, even uh, where'd you go, Bernadette? You know, uh, Linklater's yeah. film. I mean, just anything that she now, someone who do this really like these like yeah. indie, like you know, smaller, more cerebral film, but also like, turn around and do something fun, like the House of the Clock and its Walls, that new yeah. Borderlands movie. Like she just yeah. I, again, like I, I apl- that that thing I love, I love about Kate Blanchett. I just I love her variance of of role choices. But she can do it all though. That's the that's she the can do it all. She can do anything. Yeah, and I co- I hope she keeps doing everything. Yeah, I mean, she is great in anything. Doesn't even matter how bad the film is. Uh, her performance, she always, she always puts it in. And you know what? She is doing her best here, as Doctor Irina Spelko, who is uh, a villain. May, may may as well have been a Nazi, but she, she's she's just the villain. Yeah, not um. If you add up screen time, not a whole lot of a lot of screen time. Yeah, she's never really had that much, is she? Uh-uh. Okay, but anyway, she's brought Indiana Jones to this warehouse to this warehouse because she is looking for something that he was part of a recovery team for. Yeah. Uh, so it turns out the contents of this of this box are highly magnetized, kind of. Yeah, <laughs> uh, a little bit. It's just like, give me some gunpowder. He throws it in. He throws it in the air, and it just points to the direction where it's supposed to go. But like. It just it's inconsistent in that in that way because like they're all carrying like metal objects. Those aren't drawn to it. There's metal all around this place. Like nothing else is drawn to this box. Uh, yeah. Um the gunpowder has to be because it uh furthers the plot has to happen, you know. <laughs> it has to happen. Like the, the but, inconsistent yeah. magnetism of this movie. Yeah. I I, they, have, like, they have they have like crowbars that don't that don't aren't magnetized until they open the box. Yeah, I I don't know the whole magnetism uh, uh, look that uh, Spiller was trying to go for in this. Yeah, I, 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 I don't get it either. Uh, but anyway, so uh, they, they, they find what they're looking for. And, and the other, okay, well, y'all are looking for, let me go. Like, yeah, no, you ain't going to do that. Uh, him and his homie Mac, we, we forgot to mention, played by Ray Winstone. You know, that, that's the you know, that's the sidekick this time around. <laughs> they managed to get two guns. Uh, but then we find out that oh, plot twist! Mac is a double agent. I'd be a little more. I, I'd be uh, you know, a little more betrayed if this came, this came later, or we were more invested in this relationship and friendship. Yeah, I mean, it's 15 minutes of the movie. Uh, we don't really know the whole friendship between the two characters, so it's kind of hard to feel the betrayal. Yeah, so it's like like imagine, imagine this, if, if this was Sala and Sala betrayed him, and just like oh fuck no, not you, Sala. Yeah, like somebody who's actually been with the character for a long period of time. Yeah. So either way, so yeah, uh, Jones is now on his own, which I, which is basically how he likes it. Uh, we engage on a chase, which is not gonna lie, kind of hilarious, given the fact that we know how old this dude is now. Yeah. Uh, but I will say this chase does give me my one of my favorite indie indie moments, probably my, probably my favorite Indiana Jones moment in this movie. Where he tries to go whip into, whip into that truck, and then he falls backwards in that other truck. He's like, "Well, damn, that was closer." <laughs> that feels like Indiana Jones. Yeah. 
Something else I want to see if you notice. You notice they keep using the same punching sound effects. Yeah, it never it never stops. It's the same thing. Uh, no matter who's throwing it or how hard it may look like, it's the same. It's the same sound effect. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that, 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 that thing, that, and that sound effect gets old very quickly. Yeah, I mean, you, you always think of, when you think of Indiana Jones movies, I know, uh, obviously, the sounds changed and varied a lot in, in the four films, but uh, you always think about how, like, over the top it is. Uh, this one, you just notice it's the same sound. It's like the re- repetition of the same punch sound. Yeah. Uh, but but anyways, uh, we, we also get a, you know, we also get a nod that the Ark the, the, the Covenant is there. Hey, you see, you see, it's, it's the thing from the other thing. It's the thing from the other thing you like. <laughs> Clever. Uh, they both end up on this like rocket-powered like test car, <laughs> which yeah, like yeah. The, which not cut the Russian like Indy's fine. Not cut the Russian the Russian dude that would you know this would have turned his bones to soup. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I definitely have rock and roller coaster vibes. A little bit, yeah. <laughs> I mean, in in a less uh, dangerous way, of course. We then get to the most, maybe the most embarrassing part of the movie, and yes, I'm aware that it's saying a handful, a mouthful. Uh, he ends up in this town that uh, turns out is fake. Yeah, it's the kind of shit you'd see in Call of Duty. Or uh, lost. Or lost. <laughs> oh, God, I forgot about that one. Lost, you're right. Uh, he, en- <laughs> he ends up in this town. It's all fake. Like, what the hell's going on? Turns out he's now, for no reason, at a nuclear testing site. Look, I don't know. I'll, I'll, I'll touch back on that in a second. Uh, so yeah, uh, the Russians corner him there, but the Russians try to drive away. I to find that like a test is about to go off. Uh, he then, he, again, this is this is what people reference and reference like how stupid this movie is. He climbs inside a refrigerator that is lead lined, which I guess he managed to discern in like a couple seconds. He yeah. climbs in that fridge. The town blows up. The fridge goes flying. Yeah, uh, and he climbs out just fine. Would have killed or completely like messed up somebody. Yeah, like if, his, if like if his bones were not to t- turn to jelly before, they're turning jelly now. But now he's yeah. fine. Yeah. You see, this, okay, so this this is this is a microcosm for again one of the big problems in the movie because the fact that like in the first couple of Nana Jones, he at least felt human. Like when supernatural shit happened, he at least felt human. Now yeah. he does not feel human. He almost feels like an alien. If yeah, you know, oh, I see what you did there, bastard. But also like, the, the the tragic thing about this movie, the fact that like you could cut this entire scene out, yeah, and the movie would be no different. It doesn't do anything. No, it doesn't fur- further the plot. That's my thing. Like you, you can literally cut this entire sequence out of the film, and it wouldn't change a thing. Yeah, there's a lot of scenes, like especially like some of these action scenes that could have been trimmed up. Uh, I feel like they're really over dragged. They're dragged out a lot. Uh, yeah. Anyways, uh, Jones is picked up by the government. Uh, he's cleaned off, and then we get the one backstory that it, the, like one sentence that is a backstory about how him and Mac were uh, working with OSS in World War II, and they ran like a lot of missions with the OSS, yeah, uh, and also like MI6. So like that whole that one sentence that backstory is more interesting than the movie we're watching right now. <laughs> that is a problem. Yeah, that's like a Mission Impossible film. Like no, imagine like if like we had James Bond in World War II and he's working with OSS like and like bringing MI6 have more like a James Bond type. Yeah, that'd be kind of that cool. would have been awesome. Yeah, instead of, instead of watching this movie, I don't want to. I want to go home. I will say his uh, the Dean Charlie uh, 
my one of my favorite quotes from the film. I, I just had when I when I was watching it. Um, he goes, "We've reached the age where life stops giving us things and starts taking them, take them away." away. That's I, a good I like that line, and when I heard it, I'm like, I gotta rewind that back and write that down because I just, I really like the line. Um, again, it just shows the the age factor coming into play again. Yeah, like that's that's one of like the really good lines in this movie. Like, like, yeah. like, like, like we always said that that kind of line, legacy sequels. Like, again, uh, there's another line in a movie, like a movie we're gonna be talking about later this month that has something very similar to that. But yeah, yeah speaking of which, he does go back to the university, which I guess he still has a job at. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean had a job he's not he doesn't have a job anymore uh he yeah. is a uh, place on administrative leave by the new dean uh played by jim broadbent who, uh, another, keep, another heavy hitter another heavy hitter love love, love jimmy b to death that would be uh, our second jimmy b film what was, what was our first one? oh milan rouge no uh wasn't uh didn't we do uh didn't we do um one of we didn't do we did hot fuzz didn't we our third one then, because we did cause Moulin, we did Moulin Rouge, and he was in that. There you go. So he's a uh, he's batting trifecta Ret- here. Return, return, returning favorite. <laughs> he is. He's he's one ahead of uh, of, of Tron in Friday Night Lights. Uh, Garrett Headland. Garrett Headland. So, yep. Um, we also get one of our our favorite tropes in this scene where that where Indy's house, where it's just like, where he's like, yeah, first took 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 Marcus Marcus Brody from the first couple films. The actor is dead, and then Dad with <laughs> a picture of Sean Connery, and it's like, yeah, actors clearly like this, this took me back to Jaws, Jaws yeah, Revenge. Just, just gonna say Jaws Revenge, yeah. <laughs> just keep hanging on that picture. Yeah, they, okay, they if, should, if, yeah. if we hang on it long enough, maybe you'll maybe you'll think he's there. Uh, what they should have done was show the picture and then let it blur into like a flashback. You know what I mean? But also, yeah, I, I guess he died, which I, I hope he kept the receipt for that cup of everlasting life from the last movie. Yeah, because uh, yeah, that's that's faulty. That's some false advertising. That's faulty, Fred. Uh, yeah, but anyways, Indy's uh, off doing his own thing. That's when we get we meet maybe the most annoying character in this franchise, and yes, that is saying something. And maybe, well, no, no, K. Capshaw's in two is pretty bad, but second most, uh, Mutt Williams, played by Shia LaBeouf. And yeah, we mentioned earlier, like this dude was on pace to be like Hollywood's new it guy. Yeah, and movies like this are the reason he is where he is right now. Yeah, definitely fell after Transformers, and then, well, you know, was on the top of the game there, and then slowly started to fall off the mountain here. Although, is, Tran- is Transformers worse than this, the first one? The first Transformers is fun, man. I, I, I enjoy the first one. I, I really do. I know it's not like... It's not the, not the greatest, but, you know, I, I, I can watch it, and like, oh, it's, pretty, it's pretty pretty fun. I can, I can enjoy this. Even the second Transformers, I can enjoy, too. Oh, no, two, two is no? fucking awful. No, I mean they get bad. Well, as they get keep going, they get worse. But uh, I, I think I think it gets a little better with three. Because I think I, think, I do I like three a lot. I don't think dark, I don't think three is that bad. I kind of like three. Is, isn't that the dark side of the moon or dark of the, dark of the moon? Dark of the moon. Yeah, I love. I really, I really did like that one. Although it was like two hours and like fifty minutes or something like that. Yeah, that one's long. Like the fucking uh, which one? Four is four. Like three hours. That's the one with Wahlberg, right? That's the Wahlberg. Yeah, first one. Wahlberg. That, one, that one was awful. It was so bad. We, we, we need to do those one day. I mean, there are there's a lot to say, especially the last one with the there. The whole, yeah, there uh, is. We we King, we, King we, we could say stuff, yeah. We could say so much about the Transformers. We need we need to do that uh, one day. Yeah, that's a boy. That's a yeah. That's a whole entire month worth for sure. 
Yeah, but anyways, uh, yeah, anyway, Mutt Williams talks about how he was uh, working with this guy that he that he knew. Well, he, apparently his mom was a friend of Indy's. He was saying Mary Williams. No idea who that is. Uh, and he worked with this guy named John Oxley, who was you know, an old associate of Jones. He was like, yeah, he went missing. He was looking for this for this thing down down in you know, South America. Uh, they then get uh, ambushed by Russians. Uh, he tries to pull a switchblade on him. He's like, you brought a knife to a gunfight. Uh, they, they have like a big brawl between the Greasers and the Socias, like some shit out of the Outsiders. Yeah, we're kind of like a little West Side Story-ish, too. A little West Side Story-ish, yeah. Uh, but yeah, we have like a little, you know, a little motorcycle chase. And, you know, the chase, chase is pretty decent. I like it. I think it's a pretty good uh, action sequence. Yeah, like in a movie full of you know CGI fueled action, it's nice to have something pretty practical. Yeah, I mean it doesn't look as uh, you know as you start seeing some of these other action scenes. Uh, you know when the movie goes on, but you do still have that like really like you know, cliche that we're like going through the library. Oh yeah, yeah. We got got to get our Wilhelm screaming. Uh, but anyway, so they they escape they escape the Russians. They get on a plane to Mexico. We have our you know we got to have the obligatory travel by map shot. And you oh, know yeah, where Indy's resting under his hat. Got to got to put that in the movie. Oh yeah, you have to you have to know where the characters are going. Yeah, know where they go. <laughs> How else do we do? Actually, you know what? You know what movie like really did a good job aping this aping this trope? What was that? Uh, Muppet movie. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, I remember. Tra- the tra- travel by map. Yeah. I like that. So they anyway, they get they get to South America. They're digging they're digging around these ruins. Uh, I do like the bit where they where they're being ambushed by this one like one dude with like a blow gun, and then he's <laughs> jumping around and he's like, <clears throat> yeah, <laughs> reverses it on. Yeah, which pretty funny. Do you think about it, how would that work? Is, is it like a double sided dart? Yeah, I don't know how that would work. Yeah, by law, by law that has to be a double sided dart. But why the fuck we have a double sided dart? Yeah, because that would be just like feathers that hit him. Then, yeah, right. It's like, what the fuck was that supposed to do? Like, wasn't even thinking about it. See, I, I don't think Spielberg wanted us to think of these things with magnetism. No, he didn't. And, like, um, that, that, this, this is the problem. Like, if you don't want to think about this stuff, then like, make uh, your movie also has to be good. Like, because like, if your movie's good, we will give you passes for certain yeah. things. Yeah. Like, I get like a great example. We talk about it. Like John Wick, the scene where John's in the church and being held captive. Like when Marcus like. He, like snipes and snipes a dude he's like it, it, it's a stained glass window yeah so it's like how, like how did how did he see anything we don't think about that because that movie is good yeah uh, but anyways uh, anyways, uh m- moving on uh they do find the titular object that Oscar was looking for it is the it is the crystal skull and it's like this big ass this big ass alien skull the big ass we don't know it's alien but like the big the big ass skull is like a giant Crystal, I don't know what the back of your head is called. Dome, cerebellum. No, cerebellum's part of the brain. Back of your, uh, yeah, your back back part of your head is like more like a long Yeah, your, I guess it's, it's almost reminds me kind of like if you were almost kind of like an Independence Day esque type alien. Sort a little of, bit, yeah. Sort yeah. of. I mean, with the head wise. Yeah, no, I, I I can I can see that. Yeah. Uh, anyway, they pick up they pick up this they pick up the skull and then they are immediately found by the Russians. There just must be a GPS tracker on this skull. Yeah, like, how do they keep finding these guys? It's funny because it's no matter where they're at. It's like, up oh, and we have it, and and here's somebody who comes now. They know that you have it in your possession. Yeah, like it literally does not. Like, I, 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 I know GPS trackers were like were not a thing 
in the 50s, but you feel like it was because they just, they, no matter where they are in the world, the Russians managed to show up. Yeah, the, I believe the uh, Crystal Skull is geotagged at the time here. I guess. Uh, so yeah, we're at the Russian camp in, I think we're, st- I think we're still in South America, if I'm not mistaken. No, we're Peru, maybe? Yeah, it's, it's Cusco. Cusco? Cusco, Peru. Okay. Cusco, Peru. Uh, so yeah, they're in they're in the Russian camp, and that's where we meet John Oxley, played by uh, actor number who the fuck's even counting anymore. He's too good for this movie. John Hurt, Mr. John Merrick himself, man. All right, all right, John Hurt. What a great actor. You know, but you know what? He is really good in this. Oh, he's I mean he's fantastic at anything, but yeah, he's a really good uh, really good character actor. Very good. Just uh, this is I mean even he doesn't have few words, but he plays it so well, so convincingly. Yeah, he's really good in this one. Yeah, he's someone who like he yeah. So Oxley has basically been driven crazy by this. Well, not, not crazy, but he had a connection with the skull that's kind of making him see things and perceive things in different ways. Yeah. So yeah, the, so that's basically what what he needs what he needs to talk to and like what he needs to talk to and like he's he's holding his hand out, he's doing something and like give give, give him a penny. He's drawing out a map. Yeah. Would you look at how he's drawing things? Just like, uh. Don't think that's gonna work. It's like, and on top uh, of it, how does Indy? Good. No, I was gonna say, and on top of it, how does Indy know exactly what he's talking about? Like he's drawing nonsense stuff. You know, he's what drawing mean? nonsense. Well, that's yeah. funny. It reminds me of. Uh, did you ever watch Disney Channel in the two thousands? The Disney Channel in two thousands. Yeah. Uh, what what show? Well, no, just like oh, in general. Oh wait, the, like, yeah. like, like between shows, they had like bumpers. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. Like, Hi, I'm blah blah blah, and you're watching Disney Channel, and they draw the mouse, and then they draw the yeah, yeah. Which is I know what you're talking like about. The, the the joke was like if you looked at it, like that's clearly not what they're drawing. Oh yeah, absolutely not drawing that at all. It, yeah, it, like I think somebody like got the footage of that and like remixed it with like what the people were actually drawing. Like, it was probably look, scribbles. It's it, it literally all scribbles. Like look it up. Yeah. It kind of, but that, that, that just reminded me of it. Like you're you're drawing nonsense. This is not translated to a map. Yeah. But anyways, uh, the Russians want to use this skull because apparently somewhere buried out here there is uh, this. This skull is the key to unlocking like ultimate power or whatever. I guess yes. ultimate power, whatever, whatever they want, something like that. But it, it also is try like they said it also stimulates an undeveloped part of the brain too. Like I don't yeah, know which is which is what happened. To, which is what happened to Ox? Which happened to Ox? Yeah. But yeah, he drew out the map as to where they need to go. Uh, but also, plot twist, if this wasn't bad enough, they also kidnap Mutt's mom. What? Who, plot twist, Wait is Marion Crane. What? Yeah, She's so, not Mary the, Williams? The from the first movie. Karen Allen from the first movie. Not Mary Williams? What? Not Mary Williams. Marion Crane. Uh, no, so not Marion Crane. Marion uh, Ra- Ravenwood. Ravenwood. Marion Crane. Now, Marion Crane's psycho. You're good. Yeah, we're there. You need- you knew, what, you knew what I meant. I know what you're talking about. Well, they they couldn't call her that in the beginning because you would know. You see what they did there? Yeah, they, they you you would know. Like Marion Williams, like Marion, who the hell is that? Wow. Yeah, they they, they, brought, they brought Karen Allen back for this, and she looks, 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 looks pretty good. And she was yeah. not she's not getting Raiders of the Lost Ark. She looks pretty good here. Yeah. And you know what? She does still have solid chemistry with Ford. Yeah, I mean it's definitely still there. Screen chemistry for sure. Screen chemistry for sure. Uh, so yeah, uh, she brought she brought him she brought Mary Mary in here because yeah, like she uh, she she needs some extra incentive for I mean the excuse like she needs extra incentive for Mutt and Indy to you know do what they want to do. So, uh, but 
Yeah, I mean that's 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 basically it. So they they get the map. They uh they bolt with the skull. Uh, they end up in a pit of quicksand because, of course, they fucking do. You can't have I a jungle mean, scene with that quicksand. Yeah, I mean, but but it, it was funny how quickly like how it slowly turns like once it starts like like almost like a geyser just starts spreading out and it starts going down quicker. Yep. Uh, so yeah, as they're dying, uh, Marion looks at Indy and she's just and she's just like. Oh, first of all, he tells Oxley to go get help. And Marion's like, "Look, we're gonna die. I need to know something." Mutt, mutt, and this is this is the this is the point where Indiana Jones fans just like just you can practically hear the eyes roll in the theater. Yeah, because like Mutt's his name is Henry Jones the third. What? Yeah. Uh, turns out this dude is Indiana Jones's son, Junior Fonzie. Yeah. Thing that and that's the thing that's like, you look at these two, you're just like, I don't buy it. Yeah, I mean, again, it's just it's so rushed into the. I mean, it's not rushed into it, but I feel like it is kind of rushed into. It's the, just it's just thrown in there, just like what the fuck, what? And, it, and you're just supposed to accept the fact that this guy who likes being by himself and and and, and travel and go on all these adventures. Yeah, you're telling me he you knocked up like, Marion Ravenwood and just like you're like bolted for years, dip, just dipped out. I'm like, come on. That makes him feel like a like a deadbeat dad. I don't think India's yeah. that type of guy, but I don't well, think he's he's not that type of character. Yeah, this thing that legacy sequels tend to do when you look at it like this fucking Ghostbusters yeah. Afterlife. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, yeah, so it's like, why, like, why do they feel the need to make our beloved characters deadbeat dads? I mean, but he doesn't have to. The thing is, he doesn't. Like, his character, I mean, doesn't seem like he would be a father. He's more of a teacher. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't know. Again, just because. But also, it's just like really, this and this whiny, annoying piece of shit came from Indiana Jones, one of the greatest heroes of all time. Yeah, I just, I can't. Yeah, and uh, oh, because we you know we, we got to do some more callbacks. Uh, tries to find a find 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 a rope. Wait a minute. I was trying to pull him out, and he ends up he ends up bringing a snake. That is because, funny. Oh uh, yeah, it, it is kind of, it is kind of funny. We're just like India, Indiana Jones. No, he, he, Ter- he terrified snakes. snakes. Yeah, terrified snakes. Just like I can't. Like just grab the snake. Don't call it a snake. Call it a rope. Grab, grab the rope. Grab the rope. Which, if I'm real, like the full weight of Indiana Jones would have torn that snake in half. Yeah, for sure. With the tension that he, yeah, absolutely. And they get kidnapped by the Russians again. So yeah, they have the whole big heart to heart inside the van, and, and in, this is where Indy tries to be a father. We're just like, you're going back to school. What, yeah. what, 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 what happened? To what happened? You need school. Like, now, before I was your father. Yeah. Now this is now I'm your dad. So and now I'm your dad. So now you do what I say. Tough love. Uh, so, but even even like the Russian sequence is like, ah, damn, I'm, I'm gagging you. Shut the shut the shut the fuck up. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, they end up uh, hijacking this truck. Uh, they escape. <laughs> they manage to escape again. And remember how you know how you know like real and practical and you know fun, but fun fun to an extent. The motorcycle chase scene felt. Uh oh, wait a minute. Yeah, uh, we'll get ready for a scene that feels like none of that because it's very clearly shot on a green screen. You mean the whole sword fight that wasn't practical? No, Russell. They they they're, they're not actually driving these in a, in a jungle. What it. What about the Shia LaBeouf split? That might have been CGI too. I'm not sure. What? He's pretty wide on that though. For a dude. For, for a dude. For a, yeah, for, for a dude that's pretty wide. So that was, I, I imagine he's like got like a gymnast and just like superimposed his face on him. 
Uh, but yeah, it turns out, uh, well, actually, one of my, well, actually, another bit I do like in this movie where, like, he, he gets face to face with Mac. He's like, he gets on Mac's car. He's like, Andy! And then he just, like, sucks him in the face. Punches him, yeah, because he's like, dude, you just, you just, like, two time me, man. Yeah. And we find out that Mac is a, well, we find out that Mac is a double agent. This is something that comes back. Well, we're going to put a pin on this one because we, I, we got, I got a tangent for it later. Yeah, it's just because, yeah. Yeah, just because. But anyways, yeah. So we, yeah. So uh, we got something that uh, I mean, no one was really asking for in a movie. Yeah, uh, we we mentioned uh, Shia LaBeouf and Kate Blanchett sword fighting. Didn't while, think we didn't think we'd ever see that while getting fencing tips from Marion. Right. <laughs> I'm like, what? You tell me this. You tell me this dude, like the like the motorcycle greaser biker dude, knows how to fence. Right, I'm gonna call bullshit. Yeah, I mean, uh, ditto. Uh, but, but Russell. This the scene. The scene gets worse because get worse? after because after a repeated series of crotch shots to to Mutt Williams, who you know who worked in several '90s comedies, surely surely it'll work here. Yeah, uh, he ends up going into the trees where he where he is face to face with monkeys with greaser haircuts. What? And then he starts swinging with the monkeys to catch uh, up. Oh man. Tarzan. They're driving cars. Tarzan, eat your heart out. Like, like, you realize how fast you have to swing to catch up to a car? But in the fact that Indy wasn't worried that Mutt was completely gone. I mean, I know they were still after the skull, but still, that's your son, apparently, you know? Wouldn't you, be worried, he, he, he wouldn't you be worried? You about. Yeah, wouldn't you be worried to try to go back and retrieve him? Yeah, but that, this is this, this is a problem with with this one. I suppose the other ones like the the this is where like the CGI goes and like overload. Yeah, and it just it just loses a lot of what made in the first couple indie special. Like this, is why I mentioned earlier, where, like you really feel the Lucas influence on this movie more so than the others. Yeah, and it's like and yeah, like he's coming out the prequels, so like yeah, CGI was the big thing. Like it makes things easier. We could we can do a lot more, but also just it takes away from what made the franchise fun. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of scenes, especially in that that uh, that chase scene where you can kind of look and see it looks off putting. You can kind of tell it definitely looks green screen. Uh, yeah, so they uh, end up in a. I mean, what you want? You want danger? I mean, <laughs> it's, it's kind of weird just how like this, that, these things happen. We go, we go from snake pits into now we're like in a, like an elaborate series of ant hills. Yeah, and these ants look huge. Is it just <laughs> me? These mutated ants. Yeah, I mean, like we thought the, yeah. like one of the ridiculous things. In fact, like we we see these guys running from ants. Yeah, like literally, like, and it's crazy. Like, there's the the opening scene where I mean, where you see them and they look like they're like they're like mouth like like the size of like a rat. Yeah, these ants are fucking huge. I'm I'm like maybe there are ants this big. I don't know. Like, we never get a reason as to why they're this big. Like, we don't know if they're magic or they're mutated or. They're just like they're just ants that exist this way. Maybe maybe they do uh, ant experts. Yeah, we're, <laughs> come we're, at us. We, we want to know. We're, we're calling all ant. Yeah, yes. we're we're calling ant, ant man. Where you at, Paul Rudd? What you doing? Yes. All you ant eaters, we want to know what's going on. Yeah, any anti and we'll we'll take ant eaters, ant experts, Paul Rudd. Like we just, we need, we need answers. Like, do, are there like really ants this size in the world? Ants and uncles, whatever. I mean, we, we'll take it all. Oh yeah, he fights. Uh, yes, uh, Indy gets into a fist fight with this one Russian dude who should have. I mean, well, they're kind of close in age, I guess, but he should still be easy to kick the shit out of him. Uh, and this is a guy who's like basically the secondary villain of the movie, but yeah. 
he gets he gets killed by that'd be Indiana Jones from getting killed by ants. Well, you gotta love Ox dropping the uh, the crystal skull, and all of a sudden the ants just part ways. Yeah. Also, you also gotta love Kate Kate Blanche, Kate Blanche killing an ant with her knees, squishing it. And if that if you had your three D glasses on, you might get guts in your eye. You might have gotten guts in your eye. if you were in, you were in a four D theater for that scene. You would definitely got guts in your eye. Absolutely. Uh, so yeah, uh, he gets he gets killed by he gets killed by ants. India and the homies get away. Uh, oh, don't forget the ants all... carrying him into the the ant hill hole. Yeah, yeah, they, oh, that's right. They yeah. do they do carry him into the ant hole. That's pretty pretty strong ants right there. Those are some Schwarzenegger ants. Yeah, right. The, 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 those ants are about to have their records moved in the record books. They are. There's gonna be an asterisk by their name. <laughs> there will be an asterisk. They will not get into the ant hall of fame. They will not. They're going to be the uh, what if ants, you know? Yeah, right. So, you know, if you want to be in the Hall of Fame, you shouldn't, shouldn't take steroids, ants. Yeah. Shame on you. Shame on you. Shame on you, ants. Uh, so they end up going down, you know, going down the river. Uh, well, I think Ox says, like, you know, it fall, falls three times. So they fall down one waterfall, which is like, oh, you know, pretty, okay. Fall down a big water, a big waterfall, which should have killed at least one of them. Uh, why are they all still in the boat? Or yeah, how are they all the still in the boat? <laughs> The first one, people would have been out. They wouldn't have all been in there. Nobody has yeah. belts on. Nobody has seats belts on or anything restraining themselves. There's, there's no, there's no roof to the car. They're out. They're out. But then they get to like the, the giant waterfall, basically like throwing them off of Niagara Falls. <laughs> Dude, you see, all you see is like mist, and you're like, you don't even know how deep that is. Uh, I would not want to take that, uh, take that jump. I am not going. I am not going down this waterfall in this, no. in this jalopy. That is serious, but you figure at the time it's like, well, Indy's like, well, we only hit two already, you know what I mean? So let's let's go. Yeah, they can't kill us. I mean, well, I mean, I mean, I I, I survived a nuclear blast. I can survive anything. We're good. Jump in a refrigerator. Go down the the river. Let's go. No, let, 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 let's let's get it. We can do. We we we, we can get this shit. I know. <laughs> uh, so yeah, they end they end up at the temple where they need to be, and that's where they get you know we get introduced to another Indiana Jones trope. Uh, just a, tr- a tribe, a tribe of something. Yeah, that randomly just inhabit this area because. Be- yeah, because I mean, it, it's an Indiana Jones. We have to have some kind of tribal, so it's tribal or like you know, secret society. Yeah, it's like uh, like a Mayan skulls or something. Uh, yeah, so they end they end up getting captured, but because they have the skull, they are able to get off scot free. Because the tribe is apparently afraid of the skull. Yeah, so they attack. They, so they attack them when they. Oh, okay. okay yeah, I will defend it because they, they did have. Wait, did they have it in the bag? Wasn't it out of the bag? It was out of the bag, but still, like how you um, saw the thing. Why are you going after these people? But it's like what, like, and all of a sudden they just like, oh, oh, go on, go on with yourself. You know, oh shit! I, 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 I don't think I don't think he was serious. Oh shit! That uh, changed. That changed my thing. Go on. Do your thing. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Do what you need to do. Now you have that crystal skull. Yeah, so they end up unlocking this temple. They get into where they need to go. They see an entire room full. I'm oh, sorry. Well, they're in, they're they're in a, they're in a drowning room first. They, we get caught up by the Russians, who they, they end up just like murdering all this whole entire tribe. Yeah, because all you hear is gunshots. You see dead bodies on the floor on the ground, and you just hear like the finishing up of like a couple shots or whatever. So they apparently wiped out, and there was only a handful of them. There wasn't even that many of them. Yeah, uh, just like just wiped them all out. Just like goddamn. Yeah, a whole entire tribe. 
Uh, yeah, so they get into the room, they see, like, basically a giant circle with a bunch of a- a bunch of alien skeletons. It's like a circular oh. throne, almost, I th- I would call it, kind of, you know what I mean? A, like a, a throne, throne room, room, yeah. Yeah. It looks kind of like the, Je- the Jedi Temple Council. It does. And I think we almost have a cameo by Snoke here, too. Almost. We almost, we almost had him. Yeah. This, you know, these could have been the Snokes and Pickle Jars in, <laughs> in Rise of Skywalker. This really could have been. This is what happened. So this is what happened to him. It was a yeah, because I think Snoke was a version of this uh, alien that we see. Yeah, right. oh, it, yeah. This was this is the one that did that, that couldn't use the force and didn't make it. No, they pickled him instead. So yeah, they uh, they they find they they get, they get they get in there, see like you know see all the whole room around, and we find out a oh, plot twist again. Turns out like Mac, I, uh, this is this is this is the dumbest line in the entire movie. Where it's uh, like Mac, a triple agent, maybe. Maybe bears lied about being a double agent. That's that's literally what a triple agent is. So wait, did did him technically doing it again? Would that cancel it out? So again, is is he just an agent at this point? Because he's technically canceled out the other agent, so he's just an agent now, right? So keep in mind, he started with Indy. Turns out he was double double agent for the Russians. And then he said he was back. He said he went back to Indy. He said he was double agent. He was already a triple agent, but then he canceled that back out. So now he's still working with the Russians. So, then, like, what, yeah. is he double agent? Is he a triple agent? Is he just an agent? Period. Like, what? What is? What is this? What are you doing, Mac? And then add insult to injury. You got Indy trying to save him there too, like in a little bit. You know what I mean? It's like, this, what's what's going on? This is the one time where I'm just like, okay, I do understand how they found him. But this is the one time the Russians find him where we're just like, okay, now I, I get how you did that. Well, yeah, that one was more believable because of the fact that little chip or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so they end up putting the, then this is where the movie just goes full, you know what, fuck it. Anything uh, that, yeah, anything that we were working on for the last hour and 45 minutes, hour and 40 minutes, we're going to go ahead and just undo it here. Because yeah, really, but, but, yeah. But also, like, but we're also just going to, you know, just like, you know, you know, like Indiana Jones, you know, uh, you know, the pra- the practical stunts and action and, you know, the, you know, the, the ground, the groundedness in reality to an extent. To an extent, yeah. grounded some reality and history, and you know, uh, anthropology. You know what? We're just gonna take that. We're gonna fucking throw it to the winds. And yeah, we're gonna be abandoning it hardcore here. The last twenty minutes of this film. Yeah. So uh, he, she puts the, she puts the skull back onto the skeleton. Yeah. And they was... all mesh to make an alien. Yeah, it's like they're all blurry, and then they form an alien. Look, I know, I know. One of these previous movies had a dude pulling hearts out of chests, but this is fucking ridiculous. Yeah, um, and then and it turns yeah, out this yeah. isn't even a temple. This is this is a UFO that they just built the temple around. Yeah, because uh, you later see that once the the said uh, uh, whatever the said uh, not tower, but the whatever uh gets disintegrated and then we see it we see a saucer yeah yeah but anyways uh uh irena spaco was just like she's like again i guess i guess it's kind of like a genie or the dragon balls once you unite them all together you get you get one wish and yeah she's like she wants to, want know, to it. know i want to know what you know yeah and apparently they know a lot. over and over again apparently they have a their black book is pretty full their black book is pretty so much so that it basically like melts her brain and disintegrates her and disintegrates her. Like it's like so much, so much knowledge to make your head pop. So you had that much dirt in Hollywood, huh? I guess <laughs> she's, she's getting all the, all the me too cases ahead of time. <laughs> oh my God. 
So this is what Jeffrey Epstein was doing, huh? Oh my God. <laughs> Kevin Spacey. What? <laughs> no! Wow, we can't let you talk about this. We're going to disintegrate you. This is, this, is, this is the Weinstein Council trying to yeah, It's a Weinstein Council. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Yeah, me, yeah. Meanwhile, Mac is trying to you know recruit some treasure because he just he, he wants to get paid. Uh, like this is the weird thing. Like he's trying to get trying to get treasure, and he's trying to save him again, even though he really has no he has no reason to. And there's no convenient way to get all that treasure. It's not like you have your pickup truck in the back. Or it's not so, like you have like you don't even have a bag. Like what the fuck are you gonna do? I mean, I'm not carrying that extra shit for that. How, where, where, where's the next civilization at? Like, where, where do you go? How far are you walking? Yeah. You know what I mean? And he tries to, and he tries to save him, and he's just like, "Hey, hey I'm gonna be all right." And Max sacrifices himself at the sacrifices that literally no, a sacrifice that literally nobody gives a shit about to go into that porthole. Yeah, the sacrifice that literally nobody gives a shit about because, like, it's Mac. Who cares? It's like we're. That's just his. It's like this is a guy that you told us like not to be messed in, and then we can't trust. Like, why do we care? Why, why, why do I care if he dies? And then he ping pong bald loyalty. So yeah, we don't really care too much about this guy. Yeah. So uh, the yeah the UFO takes off. I think it said like to like not to another world, but to a world between worlds. I guess it's like going Ox, into another dimension. Ox said it was a space between space. Space between space. So ba- it's yeah. basically going into a pocket dimension or another dimension. We don't know. But yeah, uh, we get maybe. Maybe like the oldest line in this movie, where well, they're just yeah. like, where Indy just like was knowledge, knowledge was their treasure. I'm like, oh, f- oh for fuck's sake! It was like really come on. That's such a cop out. That's 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 like it's it's like in the Fifth Element where like the the Fifth Element was love. It's just like Let's fuck this. Come on, like really? I like that, that movie, but like come on, we're doing that. Come on, yeah. So uh, they go back to the states. Uh, Indy's reinstated at the at the, uni- at the university. He's actually also made assistant dean yeah, of he, the he college. Got promoted. Yeah, and he, I'm sorry, associate dean. Associate dean, yeah. Pardon me. And we see that he is marrying the only mo- the only girl movies he apparently gave a shit about. Elsa Faust? No, not not, not Elsa Faust. That's fuck Mission Impossible. Elsa Schneider. That's it. Elsa Schneider. Fuck off. <laughs> uh, Willie. I mean, we're, the audience is telling her to fuck off, but the movie, the movie did too. Uh, and she, he's getting married to Marion Crane. Marion Ravenwood. Ravenwood. Why do you keep saying Crane? Because I like, ring, I like ring, Psycho. Ring, not ring, ring, ring. <laughs> Don't, do I, Don't do it. Don't do it. I do it because I'd rather be watching Psycho than this movie. Uh, so yeah, uh, the, in Indy and Marion Ravenwood are married. <laughs> uh, they're they're about they're about to leave. That hat blows right in front of Mutt Williams. Wait, and you can literally it. hear. I remember, like, you literally the entire audience because he's about to put it on. You hear the entire care. audience going, "No!" And then and he takes it away. Like, oh, thank God. Yeah, he's like, "Oh, thanks for getting my hat, there, kid." Yeah. So they walk out into the sunset yet again, and that's where the movie ends. And like, that was clearly done because like they wanted Mutt to be a thing because they wanted him to be the new face of the franchise. But it's Mutt Williams, so that wasn't going to happen. No, you might as well have Cat Williams. Might, might as well have Cat Williams. I would have liked that movie more. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, yeah, that was Indiana Jones that came to the Crystal Skull. Uh, Russell, final thoughts on the film? Honestly, when I was watching it, like when I started watching it, it wasn't as bad as I remembered. Okay. It, it's a fun swashbuckler film. But then kind of what you said, the the suspension of disbelief, the uh, just the 
we're, we're going away from practical effects. Uh, some of these scenes, some of these fight scenes go on a little too long. And then the last 20 minutes we throw, we try to compact all this, like all this random uh, non Indiana Jones stuff. Would you ever think that this stuff would be smashed down our throats like that for the last 20 minutes of this film? You know what I mean? And then you, and then you, the, the movie ends, you're like, what? Yeah. I mean, this, I mean, look, the, in, the, the Indiana Jones films were, always meant to be a send-up of old-school film serials from yeah. the 30s and 40s. That's always what they're... And, and the 20th century. That's what they were meant to do. This is clearly an homage to sci-fi films in the 50s, but, like, it also just loses a lot of what made Indiana Jones cool. Like, he was the, he was the, every, he was the everyman. He was the tough, gritty hero. Uh, you know, he wasn't polished. He got his ass kicked a lot. Yeah. But that's why we liked him. He got back up. He kept going. He was dedicated to the craft. Here, we don't get a ton of that like he's like subject to a lot of like sci-fi supernatural bullshit that he can't really that he can't really fight and he can't it doesn't really have anything to do with like because if, th- if you think about it like he doesn't factor into a lot a lot of the outcome here anyway no i mean he just said character i mean uh but the extraterrestrial introduction here i think is just it, it's it's just it's off-putting. Too much. It's, 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 it's too much it's it's not it's not an Indiana Jones. This is more of an X Files movie. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah, it has uh, more X Files than Indiana Jones. This isn't an Indiana Jones film uh, to me. I just think that we really, like I said though, the swashbuckling uh, fun like, that we what, that what we did cool have fact, though. Like, what made it cool is the fact that like he like he was always so rooted in other cultures and like you know rooted in, like ancient civilizations. Yeah. Like what? Like where's the link to that with like this alien story? Like what? Like what? What, what are we? What are we doing? Why are we introducing this in there when we have like yeah. Babylonian, Mayan, uh, you know, Aztec, uh, Egyptian? Like we have all these different, you know, uh, ways of I'm life. Like, and and you, can like... do superna- you can do supernatural. Like that's fine. Like the other movies had that, but like you get, they didn't go this far with it, and that's the problem here. Yeah, that the the depth of what this movie does, and I think it's just so over the top is why that this movie falls uh, flat on its face. Uh, and then there's a reason why this is the last, this is the screen three of the franchise, you know? Um, yeah. And this is the reason why I just think the movie falls flat. Like I said, when I was watching it, I was invested in the beginning when I rewatched this. Keep in mind, this has been 15 years since I, since I walked out of the theater. Um, you can catch oh, really? on Amazon you, you Prime. Have, you have yeah. any of the I saw it in theaters in 08 and I have not seen it since. Wow. Um, yeah. So uh, again, when I'm watching the film, Rosie the Stone type film, it was fun. And then as we start getting into it, we're like really starting to get far fetched with things that we're doing. Um, and you're, you're taking it away from what made the other three Indiana Jones so special. Yeah. Uh, I, I, wholeheartedly now we are getting we are trying this again we do have another indiana jones one coming out this year dial of destiny uh spielberg is not directing this one he is gonna be directed by james mangold who uh directed logan ford versus ferrari lots of stuff uh dude's been around for a long time he's a great director i think we're both excited for this film yeah we're both excited for it don't like the uh don't like the title well we don't know the title means True. Uh, we, you know, we've we've really been talking about these uh, titles, like with the James Bond, No Time to oh, no, Die. Oh, oh, No Time to Die is one of our, one of our best running jokes. Oh my god, it's such a bad, such a bad film uh, title. But yeah, I, I don't know these these titles, these like subtitles of these films are just they're laughable sometimes, here, you know. Sometimes, but like, yeah, we, we we don't know the relevance of this title. Maybe maybe it makes sense when we see the movie, but you know, we'll we'll we'll, we'll see what it's like. But you know what, I I am excited. 
I and I really do hope that we can give Indy the send off he deserves because he's one of the greatest heroes in American film history, and he deserves much better than Crystal than Crystal Skull as his last film, which I think Lucasfilm knows. I think Lucasfilm knows the movie's not. I mean, the movie did well. I'm, 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 the movie did pretty, pretty. It had have done pretty good. Because I remember it doing really good in the box office. It, it, yeah, no, like, it, 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 it was a hit. Made seven ninety mil on a one hundred eighty-five oh, yeah. million dollar budget. Even like critically, like it's it's not as low as you'd think. It's sitting at like a seventy-eight on on Rotten Tomatoes, but I think it's ridiculous. Yeah, but IMDb score is the lowest of the four. I mean, that's not surprising, but I think it's sitting right now at six point two out of ten. When you have the other ones, Raiders yeah, at eight four. Audience rating for the Rotten Tomatoes is fifty three percent. So, yeah, yeah. so like six, six, into this. super low. Raiders eight four, Temple of Doom seven five, and uh, Last Crusade eight point two. So yeah, definitely, uh, you could definitely see the drop. Uh, but yeah, so uh, look, I do think that Indiana Jones now that will, will will be really good. Uh, and yeah i i do feel, i do find really like that that's going to be like the send-off for harrison ford because i don't think we'll see i don't think he'll be donning fedora, fedora again after that yeah probably not as bloody of a send-off as logan but uh probably a good send-off i'm sure as as exciting though hopefully oh yeah yeah for sure that's gonna do it for us here uh russell our plus four hit out yeah, Notorious by Chance on Facebook. Uh, we've obviously taken a month off for polls because we're doing this March uh, March Madness our way here, as we always do. I uh, can also find us, Notorious by Chance, on YouTube. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Chance Wars underscore 91. Check out, uh, yeah, on, on the YouTube, we have, uh, you know, our, we are, I mean, we try to do it weekly. We don't know if we'll get, we'll, we'll get to one. I don't, I don't know if, as of recording, we'll don't, know if we'll get, eh. we don't know if we'll get to one this week, but we will probably be back week after for sure if we yeah. don't. Uh, and also my other show, Left Side Strong Side, where we talk all about football. Uh, we did an entire show breaking down the current the moves of free agency as they were before some giant news dropped the following day. It's already gotten uh, so crazy. We're going to break all that down. The net. We're going to break all that down next Tuesday. Uh, and yeah, thank you for listening. And we will see you next week for a movie that is no, I'm not going to say better. No, it's definitely worse. Definitely worse. As much as we don't like this movie, yeah, it's not getting bad from here. Yeah. All right. Thank you for listening. We will see you next time.